0: Welcome to Crafted with Cradle, a curated conversation over cocktails with Charlotte's best.
1: I'm Mirisol Gonzalez
2: and I am Crafted with Cradle.
0: Welcome to another edition of Crafted with Cradle, this is your podcast for curated conversations over cocktails with some of Charlotte Art's finest, and as always we got to thank Jason Jet, JasonJetMusic.com, for doing our theme music, Sweet 929 on production, JSW Media, Jam Shams in the building with the PR, make sure you hit us up on the website KeithCradle.com. Um, tonight we are coming from a special location with some special friends of ours. And definitely one who's already been on the show, friend, friend of the show, um, <laughs> two of my favorite people um, who have allowed us to come into their new space to take a look, to talk about it, and that's we're going to talk all things VAPA tonight. Um, so y'all give a warm with Cradle welcome to Arthur and Joanne Rogers. Hey, yes, hey. How y'all doing? Good, good, well. thank, thank you. you. Awesome. Good. So, so Joanne, you've been on the show before,
2: yeah. um,
0: and so you kind of know the format, and, and you know, this is a drinking podcast. Mm-hmm. And so tonight you have made us something uh, extra special. Yes, I have. So do you want to talk about it?
2: Yes. Um, a few people know uh, that I make rum punch. I'm from Trinidad, it's the island of the rum punch. And I make this little label called, actually my, my husband did the design for the label, but it's called a uh, Trinigal. 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 Yes, and um, this is my signature flavor, red bone wine, which I decided to serve yes. at the table
1: today. But I'm a little scared of.
0: <laughs> you should be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, hope you enjoy.
0: it. So talk about what is it? What it, so what is it? What is it? I can't tell you. <laughs> you got a key. Oh man, <laughs> um, yeah, I got that on tape, right? <laughs> <sure> the, the.
2: <laughs> Don't ask again. <laughs> but you said you make other
0: flavors too, though, right? I so do. Make, so. I
2: do. This this flavor right here, again, is a signature flavor. Um, I'm from Trinidad and I'm known as a Red Bone, and uh, I call it Red Bone Wine because Trin- Trinity gals are known for the wine, mm-hmm. and um, I think of it as a uh, rum in Trinidad. We drink rum like you drink wine here in the U.S. Right, it's kind of a play on that. Right, red bone wine.
0: So like iced tea in the morning, want like the red yeah, bone wine much. all day. You
1: get a cup, <laughs> you put rum
0: on it. There you go. A
2: cure for everything. Rum I is the like cure for everything.
0: Yes. I like it. So Arthur, <laughs> first time on the show, brother. We yes, appreciate sir. having you, man. Tell everybody Thank what you. you do. I mean, you know, I, I know, but <sighs> give people a little, <laughs> little, little, a little bit. Little
1: bit. Uh, well, I'm an artist first of all, um, portrait painter, um, but with with Vapa i um, the transition from project manager to building manager. Now moving toward director or executive director because uh, breaking news, well, we are now a nonprofit. So that, that's official. Um, so um, I don't have anything to do with this space or her business. Let's be clear. Let's, let's be clear. <laughs> let's, about be clear. That. let's be clear about that. She she she's handling all that. Um, yeah. So I am in charge of the day-to-day functions okay. of the building, right. the how Marshall Building okay. and the VAPA Center. Um, I don't work for any specific art agency or artist in the building. I kind of manage this collective uh, and and be the direct liaison between VAPA and the county.
0: Okay. And what's and what's your role, Joanne?
2: I am. I am first of all a curator um, and an arts advocate. Um, You know I started the palette table group so I serve mainly emerging fine artists of color. Um, I've grown um, to be to now serve artists outside of Charlotte and outside of the US so we're now making space for them as well but but 85% of anything I do um, will be artists of color Mm -hmm. that will be maintained. And and you know, I talked to you about that before. It's about building that balance. Um, So I'm a curator, I'm the gallery owner. Um, I do events here. Uh, We do a lot of work with the community through um, our events and through the artwork and through the artists. So that's mainly what I do, a curator and uh, manage the palette table.
0: And so with this space here, and and this is, you know, Constantly progressing. I mean, you are yes. just getting started. Has that kind of put other things to the to the back burner? Is this the main focus, or is the studio still open? Is the palette table? Still, I mean, because you guys are everywhere, so I'm kind of figuring out how y'all trying to manage all this stuff.
2: So what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you see we around <laughs> you. <laughs> what you see around you. All these doors. Yes. Are studios. Okay. Um, um, stu- There are some of the artists of the palette table have studios directly off of the. Gallery. Um, They're also scattered throughout the building. We have classrooms now, um, which will allow all of the artists to have spaces to teach Mm -hmm. um, and also spaces to rent for the community to come in and teach or or hold classes and events. Um, What are we doing? See, we, we grew from, you know, I had the house gallery. Right. Right? So our last exhibit will be closed there, will be closing in the end of November because we have now. Upgraded into a much bigger space, out. right? So right. so we're not stopping what we're doing. We're increasing the volume.
0: Okay. okay. And so, so Arthur, this space, you know, the county closed it. Right. It's been sitting. When when did you have the, that ideation that, you know, I need to do something with that?
1: Right. So it wasn't my idea. Okay. Um, in the least. First, you know, there are 11 founding organizations, member organizations that are a part of VAPA's core group or our board. Um, so last year, around June, July, mm-hmm. the word started getting out that the McCall Center was looking for uh, some artists, an arts organization that may want to be part of a project here at Hal Marshall. So they put out a call to 26 different arts organizations um, to respond. And of the 26, uh, 13 stepped forward and said, we want to be a part of it. In the end, it started out with 26 and then by the time we really started discussing, it got down to 13. Mm -hmm. Um, They backed out for various reasons. They didn't believe in it, they didn't believe it was going to happen, they didn't see the vision or they just didn't want to be a part of it. They wanted to do their own thing. didn't Um, have the
2: bandwidth. Some of them were already gone.
1: And so um, what really fueled it was the demolition, impending demolition of the library in Spirit Square. Correct. And so a lot of those arts organizations were being displaced. And so they needed somewhere for them to go. And so the McCall Center, Charlotte Center City Partners, I think Bank of America um, and the McCall Center kind of put their heads together, came up, let's use this building. So they pushed it over to McCall said, okay, you, you are on the ground with these artists, these arts organizations, find us the people to put in here. So when they did that, they approached Joanne Ali. Allie, Allie approached Joanne to be a part of that because of her connection with mm-hmm. the Palette Table, in 9189 Studio Gallery, mm-hmm. um, and asked her, you know, what what was what, what would you want? And so she gave her a ask, and um, boom, she's she was in the group. But then the county came back said that well, of all you 26 who we reached out, one of you have got to step forward and manage the whole thing because they wanted no parts of, of this. Of course, yeah. you <laughs> know. And I said. <laughs> yeah, she, and I said, hell yeah, I'll do it, you know. Um, you were in the car, I remember Yeah, that I because like, I was like, hell yeah, because we have been trying, Joanne and I have been looking at doing something similar to this for over a decade, mm-hmm. and we were told point blank, it never happened in Charlotte. Right. Never, um, for various we reasons. We don't
2: listen very well, though. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. And
1: good thing you and, don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so... Um, You know we've done research already we were looking for spaces on our own and so when I said yeah I do it I already had a plan in place I already knew the direction that it needed to go and when other arts organizations uh, backed away it just left a void and I was ready you know to step in and do it Um, and we started about this time last year Uh and we have met every day every Saturday for a year we continue to meet once a week to put together bylaws, business plan, uh, just structuring what we were going to do.
2: Yeah, the, um, 11, the 11 founding members. The 11 members. founding
1: members, yeah. And so, and, and forgive me if I forget one, because I usually have to remember the map, I know. but I'm going to start with the ones I usually <laughs> forget. Cahoba, <laughs> which is a Latinx arts organization, yeah. The Light Factory, um, Charlotte's Off Broadway, Charlotte Comedy Theater, the Arts Empowerment Project, Nine Eighty Nine Studio Gallery, Jazz Art Charlotte, the Levine Factory, the McCall Center, Gay Men's Chorus. And I don't know if did I'm normally Levine? Yeah, I did Levine. Um, a Black Market. Black yes, Market yes, Charlotte. Black Mar- there we go. Charlotte, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and so those are the Levine founding member organizations, meaning we are the ones who put the work in every week every day pretty much right. for a year, yeah. conversating back and forth to, to get this all together. So it's, it's not just me, it's not just her, it's not just she and I, um, it is all 11 founding members. Um, our board chair is Kelly mm-hmm. uh of Charlotte Comedy Theater. Our vice chair is Ron Baldwin of Jazz Arts Charlotte. Um, our secretary is Marcus Kimbrough of Levine, Museum of the New South. And our treasure is Julio Gonzalez of Cahoba, I mean not Cahoba, Obra Collective. Sorry, yeah.
0: So why why do you both think there hasn't been um, a performing arts center in Charlotte up to this point?
1: Well, the unique thing about this is that it's visual and performing. So you said performing arts center. Right. That's what people are used to seeing a performing arts center or visual arts center. They're not used to both. seeing it, and so. Um, I've heard conversations that, you know, there are a handful of those around the country where they're both the same thing under the roof. So uh, you're not going to find a more diverse uh, collective of artists in Charlotte. And any any, uh, category that you want to quantify, you'll find it here, whether it's age, race, uh, skill level, uh, whatever demographic that you want. You're not gonna find more diversity it in It's Charlotte. an
2: incredible mix of amazingly talented individuals and collectives just coming together under one roof, and and to me the possibilities for collaboration are so exciting because we're already starting. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know the event that we have coming up, there will be other people in the building jumping in and just joining, just you know. Yeah. So it it I mean imagine what we can create when we have some of the. Greatest talent in Charlotte, all under one roof, speaking to each yeah. other every day, and and in this location where the public has such great access to us.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah So the, speaking to that good transition, the public in, are welcome into the building mm-hmm. because this is a, a it, it's a public amenity. It has to be. Right. And so um, we're open from nine to five right now. Okay. But we'll be open nine to nine Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday from twelve to nine. Um, Public can come in, they can Just engage. Just walk right in the doors. That's it. Come in and engage with the artists. see uh, artwork being made uh, in real time, Purchase directly from the artist, form relationships with the artist, recruit the artist. Um, it's, it's, it's almost like an incubator for arts organizations only.
0: And I think that's, you know, a lot of times we talk about, you know, art as a business, right. a, lot of, a lot of that linkage has been missed sure. where, where, where folk don't know how to access right. artists, the work themselves, you know, or, or form relationships. A lot of times right. people feel like it's so far removed from them right. that being able to just walk inside of a space, shake yeah. a hand, right. introduce yourself, say you like something, and, and start a conversation.
1: Right, and, and the, the good thing about this is they get to see the artist now as small business owners. Right the thing that we've been fighting forever is that they want to pay artists with exposure. <laughs> uh, Bank of America doesn't take exposure, you know?
0: <laughs> do the energy, do no energy they don't care about your clout. you
1: remember that?
2: It is about people realizing that artists are craftsmen, artists are business owners, and artists deserve to make a living wage out of their work. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think for us with the gallery here, you know, you have each of these spaces on the outside of the gallery they're all small business business owners mm-hmm. right. um and when people come in to access the events they have access to these galleries as well so every time people come through here um, they will meet the artists we have different ways of connecting them even if the artists aren't behind the door mm-hmm. but most of the artists and the, the people especially on the first floor are required to be available for 20 hours a week mm-hmm. because the first floor especially is a space where the public should be able to go through freely, you know, yeah. and and
1: um, exhibition and performance yeah. spaces only on the first floor. Okay,
0: yeah. So, so you're talking about the first floor. So now, talk about other as, a, as it continues to expand and grow.
1: Right. So the total three floors. Right. We have our lower level, uh, which is all art studios. Um, we've got um, dance studios down there. A couple dance studios. We've got a gym. We've got an arts therapy organization. Um, and just a lot of artists down there. Uh, second floor above us, uh, we got Jazz Art Charlotte, and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Arts Empowerment Project is up there, and a lot of other independent artists that are up there. Eva Crawford is up there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, as you guys continue to upfit and, and retrofit this space, right? What is what is your what is the visual? the end result, what, do you th- what are you all kind of ideating that it will look like? This is her for space, right. not mine. For
2: this <laughs> space specifically, um, it's going to look like four rectangles. I okay. so already had it all blocked out. So on that side, there's about 3,000 square foot of event space. Um, in front of that, th- there is about 1,000 square feet or so that will be just for the palette table artists where we rotate them out monthly as I did with the other space for this side will be for what I call, this This will be a rectangle behind us here. Everything's behind us. these mm-hmm. posts. Um, that will be for all the other artists I serve. This big, long rectangle going around all these posts will be a collaborative gallery where, um, I mean, it, it's, it's one of the biggest things I push is to get this side and this side to be on the same stage. So these will be longer ex- exhibits, longer exhibitions, um, probably three to six months themed where all of the artists will be invited to collaborate. And that will be this collaborative space.
1: Right.
0: And, and how did the first group of artists get chosen? How did you all, I mean, because there are a ton of... For her space for her or space, for or Vaba? For, bo- for both. Okay. So we can start with either or because there are a ton of artists in Charlotte. I mean, sure. some talented folk. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and
0: oh. I know that's a hard decision. Most of them are here. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it originally was kind of uh, an internal network, an ask, uh, when we were forming the the business of VAPA. um, And then it transitioned to, or has transitioned now to, if you want space here, you have to get on the wait list. Mm. Because we've only been open two months. Three days ago was our two-month anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, And we are 95% full out of 150,000 square feet, we're 95% full. Um, so right now there's a wait list for the remaining spaces uh, and that's the only way that they can get in now. And so- So,
2: so many people, so many people are so excited to right. just become a part of this space and it's hard, but, but what's, what's good, I mean, I get asked every day and you know, they know I'm married to this guy, so they think <laughs> I have some kind of pull and I'm like, no. That's not me. I mean not I have this space, if I can help you with this space, but I'm not even going to ask him right, that. right. But but people are just really, you know, how can I be a part of this? Yeah. Um, but there are spaces left in the building specifically so that we can remain inclusive to the other organizations and artists that did not get a chance mm-hmm, to be right. so we did leave open spaces that the community and the other artists can
0: use. Right. So, so for, for either space, and particularly I think for, for your space, what you're managing, um, is there a time frame that someone gets it for? What, like, how, what are right. the parameters, so, how does that go? So
1: right now it's uh, first come, first serve because we don't know what we don't know. And so we're building this organization from the ground up and we're building it off of, off the backs of other organizations around the country who are doing similar things. So we're taking cues from them But right now, uh, the leases are for a year. Okay. um, And then renewable after that, after review. So what we'll do, we'll take a look and see, did they serve the mission of VAPA in that year? And if, you know, they weren't here, if they weren't, you know, made themselves available or accessible, if they're not participating, if they're behind a closed door, then we're going to have a discussion about, whether or not they should remain here or not and then that space will if not then it opens up
2: it's part of the biggest thing that that VAPA is here for us to serve the artists yes but also for the artists to serve the community
1: right yeah yeah so again it has to be that amenity so uh, they go through a wait list um, go to the website put an application it automatically keeps them in queue um, and as space comes open, I hit the person on the next one to see if they want the space. And what's happening now? A lot of people going to fall off Come really quickly. We've got 37 spaces left and 128 people on the wait list. Mm. But some of those people want 1,500 square feet, 2,000 square feet. We have a standing policy: no artist, no single artist, will have more than a thousand square feet. Okay. Because we want to give as much opportunity to as many yeah. people as possible. So. Um, if they get more than a thousand square feet, it's because there are more than one artist in that space. Okay. So it's either a collective or a group of artists in the space. So um, some of that wait list is going to go away really quick because we can't accommodate accommodate the ask that they're that they're having. So
0: yeah. And so for and I know for your space as a curator, mm-hmm. it, it's it's probably one of it's a great problem to almost have that folk are clawing and chomping at the bit. Um, I mean, so, so, talk about your process a little bit and how you'll kind of oh curate gosh, this space. Wait
1: a minute, why am I the only one drinking? Oh, I'm sitting I got, I got I there. The sugar <laughs>
0: keeps getting on my lips <laughs> <laughs> And this guy right here, <laughs> he's got the lemonade, lemonade. right, the lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> it's a setup. That's a setup question right there. I get it. See seen that one. <laughs> Say a
2: word, take a sip. Right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this space is is a dream for me. I mean, I'm so excited at, at what we're building. and. More and more artists every day are contacting me um, to work with us to show in the space. The opportunities just keep increasing, and my opportunity to serve has gotten bigger. Um, It's incredible to me, you know. And uh, the talent there's so much talent. I, first of all, I always push the palette table. That's my that's my passion. First of all, serving emerging fine artists of color. Um, there are almost 100 artists in that group and there's like 50 people on a wait list for that because it's a mentoring in process that has to happen. So I'm working with them and, and as, um, as the artists that I serve grow, you know, I, I have to pivot all the time to figure out, okay, we're entering the space that I've been working towards since the beginning right. because, because my goal was never to be um, exclusive it was to be inclusive, to, to get to a point where people are on the same level. And, you know, be, in doing that, I had to focus on the part that was underserved, right? So now I have an opportunity to bring these things together and I now have a space to accommodate that. Um, when I, the way that I work with the artists is when I have a project, I put out a call. Um, I put out a call first to the palette table and then I look through all the other artists that I, that I work with or that have contacted me, and I see if um, what they do would fit into whatever it is, whatever exhibit we're trying to do. So I try to include as many artists as possible. So anytime I show, when it's not a solo show, anytime I show, it's usually at least 30 artists involved in any exhibit. That's,
0: that's a good number.
2: And they're yeah. all incredible artists. It's, it's hard, <laughs> you know, I'm so now sure. I have this space. I'm just excited to be able to show more, yeah. I just, I just showed in a, I was asked to show in High Point at the Furniture Expo. And I, you know, it was a rush show. I did it for one of our, um, one of our, um, one of the first members for the palette table. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called me down there to curate her space and I went down and I, re- and it was so well received that all the other artists that they had lined up for the rest of the year, they've canceled and they've now asked me to, to fill the upstairs gallery as well, and the owner of the properties there is asking me to go into more properties. He took me to look at other properties to right. bring our artists there. I mean, the talent in Charlotte is incredible.
0: It's immense. Yes. It is. Yeah. It is. And so so I want to, so we go back to, you know, 2016, you know, Keith yeah. Lamont's got stuff, and then ever since then, whether it's been social justice, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter, but the art. The, our art community has pretty much got thrust into the forefront in sure. these last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, it's, it's not uncommon that art culture is on, you know, the tips of everyone's conversation, particularly whether it's the county, it's the city, um, with the creation of their new position, right. um, the Arts and Science Council. So what do you, what do, in, in your words, what do you see this becoming, um, you know, in terms of, you know, totality and what it brings to can, our community? Can
2: I say, like, the, the one thing that always comes to mind when i hear this is that people should realize these artists should realize that this isn't the first time we've been thrust into this situation um but i think we have got to find a way to make it more sustainable so that we're not at the at the mercy of these changing waves right we we need to really figure out how to take a stand how to how to own the space how to own own something, hold on to it so that, you know, it is yours and you don't have to borrow or hold out your hand or wait for permission. Own it. We're in a time where people are, um, they're open to giving for whatever their reasons may be. I really don't care. Um, But we have to realize, you know, not keep thinking, oh, this is great. This is such a gift, whatever. We can't always wait for gifts or permission. Please in this time, um, figure out a way to take ownership of anything that you can so that you can have that to hold on to and step onto to move forward so that we can sustain, so that we're not always waiting on people's emotion to guide our process.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a big idea guy. And, uh, and so sometimes I can get in the way of, of doing what needs to be done, but for me, Um, I see the Vapa Center, um, being a part of a cultural, a new cultural hub for Charlotte. Mm -hmm. We've got a Vapa Center, we've got McCall Center, we've got Charlotte Ballet. Um, it's it's a new triad of of, of cultural activity here. And if we're able to sustain it, if we do it well enough, Mm -hmm. um, in my mind, uh, we're going to be here, um, perpetuity somehow some way um, might not be in this building no. um, I would like it to be in this building um, because there's not a lot left in Charlotte that has the history and culture because we don't do that well no but yeah. no. sure. well, we're a new city yeah. in, in in its grandest scheme in its in its you know history we are a new city you know, I've, I've been to Indianapolis. I've been to Pittsburgh. I've lived in Philly, lived in New York. There's history there mm-hmm. in its architecture, in its culture. Charlotte is, is, is a relatively new city. Um, and part of being that new city is that they're not hanging on to anything old. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, this building, to me, kind of represents a commitment to that history. Um, and why not have artists Living it in yep. perpetuity. I, I say, in 1949, when they built this building uh, as a Sears department store, mm-hmm. they weren't building a Sears department store. They were building an artist community in 1949. They just didn't know it. Just didn't, know <laughs> it. didn't know it. So for me, uh, when we first looked at the building, spoke with uh, a county representative, and he was talking about you know the the cost of the building and the cost <laughs> of the property, and I said, so you're saying that we we could buy this building? And he was like, "Well, I don't know. You know, a bunch of artists. You know, the cost is going to be astronomical. You know, you got to go through a bid process. We got to put the you know, put the bid out. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a little bit of resources and time." So I said, "So you saying there's a chance?" Right. right. And he was like, right. "No." Who is this, <laughs> who is oh, this guy? Because he is was like, guy? "No." Oh, he didn't. Leave it. Yeah, and, and so <laughs> then he was like, "Well, you know, you got to go through this and all this and that, and, and to get it happen and." The, and you know we don't know, and you got investment groups that you have to bid. It. I said, so you're it as a chance. chance. <laughs> yeah. And he was
2: like, but, yeah. but here's the <sighs> thing, though. Here's the thing. Um, I'm not a believer in putting all our eggs in one basket. Period. So for right. me, mm-hmm. even if this does not happen in perpetuity, this is a chance to dig in, to brand yourself, yeah. your mm-hmm. organization, to build your clientele, that base. Mm-hmm. This is that chance for at least the next three years. This is that chance to longer. do what you need to do so that you can make that ask for a place you can own. Right. So right. that you can, so, so you should always, you should never ever again wait on someone's approval. This is, it's great if it happens, but always, you know, a, a right. business person always has a backup plan. That's
1: right. So, right.
2: so have that right. backup plan. So
1: we are, we are working on our exit yeah. strategy already. We've been here. And that exit strategy, it may be twofold excuse me, it may be staying here, mm-hmm. meaning that we are exiting from the control, ultimate control of the, of the county's generosity, which we are grateful for immensely. Yes. Yep. Or if that doesn't work, then we can take this, right. put it somewhere else. Right. right. So yeah, we're already working on our, on our exit strategy.
2: This you know? here is, it's not gonna end because it can't, because it not Oh shouldn't. no, you started something. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, it shouldn't. So whether it exists here or elsewhere or many different places in Charlotte, wherever, it's going to grow, and this is the beginning of that history.
1: Right. Well, you know, when we were looking at doing this years ago, um, you know, I did my research with other arts organizations around the country, and I would always say to anyone who would give me five minutes, to and listen to me, that I refuse to believe that Charlotte could not get this yeah. done. I refuse to accept that because every other major city in the country has an entity like this. Right. Why can't Charlotte have it? All it takes is people with vision, well, and the other thing here too, we are.
2: The other thing, too, is now this can become a destination. And I remember sure. even when I first started working with the palette table and I was talking to other people, other curators, other gallery owners, other c- art collectors, and they were talking about, oh, Charlotte is just a stopover from Atlanta uh, to New York right. or New York to Atlanta. And I'd say, no, but it doesn't deserve to be. Right. I said, I want to make Charlotte a destination, not just the stopover point. And I see it happening. They said, oh, you know, no one believed it could happen, but it doesn't take everyone believing. It takes someone to believe and to be persistent right. enough, you know, but I, I mean, when I saw the talent here and I'm not from here, but when I saw the talent here, I, I couldn't believe how people would, were missing it, right. you know? It was just like so much. I mean, I grew up in New York. I grew up in the islands. Um, art has been in my family um, just always, you know? Um, and to, to see how people didn't see what was in their, their own house was crazy to me. So when mm. people told me no, I was like, don't you see, you know? And I, I, I knew. Mm-hmm. For me, I kind of knew that they were going to see and People would tell me, you know, this can't happen here. And I said, I feel it. I feel it about to change. In 2016. Mm-hmm. I was telling everyone, yes, it is. It's mm-hmm. about to happen.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And so even when you think about you know, destinations, you know, I think particularly even in Charlotte, like th- I think this side of Tryon is still just underused. Yeah. Sure it is. And I would hope that you all stay here to continue to be a part of whatever is going to happen. I mean, is that part of that conversation? Sure,
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, But there are plans being made that are beyond our control. Right. Um, And we are at the behest of those, but we're going to do everything we can to make the Vapa Center a staple of the city to where when decisions have to be made, they're going to hesitate and think. just the right the thing to do sure. <laughs> there, there are already
2: people saying this has got to stay we haven't even really opened yet yeah. and there's so many people saying this has got to stay here right can you imagine a better um date night this is like a one-stop yeah. date night destination that's why i just keep i just keep you thinking have about it theater yeah. we'll have We've dining got
0: grindhouse we right have here. Uh, right yeah, yeah we
2: have we have everything here we have your classes you have the art you have the theater you have ballet you have everyone in this one building. You can pretty much choose your coffee house. Like an open market. You know. sure.
1: Right. Yeah. A mall mm-hmm. for artists is basically and
2: area, so. it's so easily accessible. It's a perfect space for something just like this. Yeah. So it would be smart to keep this here. And
1: what I've been saying to people is Charlotte not only does Charlotte need this, but Charlotte deserves this. Deserves it. this. Yeah. The artists have, have put Charlotte on its back for years. Um, and it's, it's time for, for Charlotte to, to to step up to, hug, to hug the artist a little bit you know um, I was here when and when and I, I use him as example and I introduced her to him uh, when God City was, was mm, oh, here. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it was like incredible they were like rock stars up and down the East Coast and they were artists and people knew Charlotte you know you go to Atlanta you see God City shirts and, and people were just loving. Noda was, was the, the scene, Swap it was it. Was it. Mm. And when I got here in 91, I was like, this is incredible, mm. and then it just vanished. Yeah. yeah. Even from when
2: I came here in 2010, yeah. and then, you know, 2009, 2010 when I was visiting, and then a couple of years later, it looked completely different. All the art disappeared, it just yeah. got replaced. Right, yeah. And I was like, what happened, this is not the same
0: name. And then boom, and boom, it's like, it's back, it's right. back. And yeah. big. And, and we gotta But hang that's on what to I'm saying. We, got we have to we be smart. Have we to invest have to be
2: smart it. and figure out a way to make it sustainable. We have to be smart and focus not on, oh, thank you for what you're giving me, but how do I own this myself? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and and speaking of this, this this side of trying, we know that this is a, a huge hub for our transient and, and homeless sure. population. Yeah. Is there any conversation about how you all will work with them? Um, how they can be a part of Space. Yeah, and
1: so now now, now you're asking the real questions, and uh, we're going to have to drink on this Cheers. One. It's a lemonade. Mm.
2: But I, I have... Uh,
1: yeah, well, let, let me... So what we've done, um, what we've done is we've reached out to some of the service organizations out there because the, the issue isn't really with the neighbors. No. Right. It is with the service organizations, the people who prey upon them, I'm gonna say it: the political inaction that, that's happening.
0: And people are making money off of folk.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we've inherited this
0: situation. Correct.
1: And we're just trying to make the best of it because, we, yeah, we understand these these are human beings out the door. Um, but it's more than just feeding them for a couple hours and oh, for sure. Hugging yourself and walking away. Yeah. It's more than that because. I come back here sometimes, or I leave from here at 10 o'clock at night, after all of that is done, then I see what really goes on outside. And it's, it's unnerving. It yeah. it's, it's unfortunate, you know, that they're having to still deal with that. Um, but we have, in VAPA, we have a uh, community outreach committee. We have an ethics and inclusion committee who are reaching out to these service organizations and we're gonna try to get together to see what we can do collectively, not to solve the problem, because it's not our problem to solve, no. but we want to coexist. Uh, we want to work with them, right. not against them. Right. Uh, the biggest problem that we're having is that people don't know that we're
0: here. They we're still not see right this. Now. Oh, not yet,
1: but. Yeah, yeah, we're working on that. We yeah. got some stuff, I got some surprises <laughs> coming. Yeah. Um, but they don't know that we're here, they still think this is an, an abandoned building that the county uses here and there, Right. and that they can come onto the property and do whatever they, they want, want because there's no one saying that they cannot. Gotcha. So a big part of what I do every day is addressing those organizations, mm-hmm. those people who prey upon the neighbors, um, to let them know this building is occupied. Right, yeah. I
2: I um, this past Saturday. I did get the opportunity to speak with, I, I'm on the um, community relations. I'm, I'm the community head community outreach. Of community outreach, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm the chair for that committee. Um, and I did have a wonderful com- uh, conversation with some of the people who are serving um, the, that community, the homeless community. And um, in great ways, in great ways. So the, the thing is, um, and, and they have invited me to join their meetings and to talk with them, to figure out ways, as he said, for us to coexist. So I'll be speaking more to them. But, you know, I look at what they're doing and the things that they're doing are necessary. Right. So it's not like we're trying to take away from these human beings. Again, the problem that we're having is that organizations that come and they come and they hand out food and then they just leave, you know? A lot of times, the people don't even want the stuff. They throw right. the stuff, they shove, and now we're having, we're having issues that can create health problems. Correct. Right? So, and, and also the trash all around. The thing is, these organizations need to finish what they start. If you are going to serve them, then clean up after them as well. So, what we're trying to do is find ways where, say, we have a designated area, right? And you, you treat these people like human beings. And you let them sit down, and you let them eat, and then you clean up after them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just here, pat yourself on the back and walk away. Right. And, and I have uh, approached people about, about situations that happen outside the building that, you know, should be addressed, should be taken care of, that, that need assistance. And they just say, oh, that's the homeless. You know, they don't want to bother them. And my thing is, you know, this whole politically correct thing that everyone's saying like, oh, you know, they're afraid to say this or say that. Um, I don't really care what people say. I care what people do. And ignoring, turning your head and saying, oh, okay, these are our neighbors. Yeah, they're our neighbors and we should care for them. If they're doing something that you wouldn't expect, accept of me, then you should say something. And if, you know, if you let them stay there and and stay in situations or, or doing things that cause harm to themselves and others, then that's inhumane to me. And you're saying, well, we don't, you know, they've been there before you or they, yes, but they're human beings. And in the name of being politically correct, you will turn your head and allow them to, to live in these conditions that you wouldn't allow your own family to live in. Right. That's unfair. People are afraid to address the situation and there will be nothing fixed until you actually Address the situation, call it what it is so you can deal with it.
1: Because the reality is it's at our front door. Right. Literally. Correct. And so we see it all day, every day in a way that other people are not.
0: And I'm I'm quite sure you're even thinking about your patronage as folk come here after. after There are many children It's going to get dark, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, folks still want to come here. Sure. And if you've got families, things like that. So I'm quite sure you're looking at, you know, of course addressing safety issues, things like that. But again, coexisting because at at the end of the day, we know enough that there's not a lot of places for our, our, our neighbors to go. Right. And so they ultimately come back to places they're comfortable sure. and familiar with. And this is, th- again, this side of Tryon just happens to be one of those, those areas. So right. I'm quite sure you are looking at that Yes. Deeply. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and again, a lot of us, a lot of what we're doing now is discovery. We don't know what we don't know. Because we haven't been in this situation, there's a lot that happens outside that front door that we have no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. Um, that arrangements and and um, permission has have been given before we were even thought of that people are still cashing in on. Mm-hmm. So I go out and I ask, you know, what are you doing? Why is this? So and so said that I can do this. Then I go back and fact check it. Oh yeah, we did that a couple years ago. We neglected to tell you. Well. You got to, you got to include us <laughs> now it's, because well, it's growing pain, yeah, you know, it's so, growing pains. But it's getting better. Apart- Every day it gets better. Every day we see less yeah. undesirable activity, more desirable activity. But we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I spoke
2: um, to, I spoke to some of the, the group that was out there this past Saturday. And one of the things I noticed, you know, there are a lot of children among the homeless. Yes. And for me, I feel, you know, that's very hard. Um, and I was talking to them about ways that we can serve them. And much like we work with the arts empowerment and we work with um, foster children and things, um, I feel we could work with these children as well. So I, we're in talks about finding ways that the artists can provide, you know, some time to, to give classes to these children, something to break. put a break in their day, yeah. you know. So that's, that's something that I brought up last weekend that I'd like to, Work more on is, is getting giving these children a break, right. you know, giving and them that's something a real program, to look
0: that's real community. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. Yeah. And right. that was
1: that was part of our mission from the beginning. Yeah, um, is not just coming up now. When we right. first started doing this, we wanted to figure out a way to include the community in this space.
2: Everything we do, e- down to the exhibits, um, when we have an exhibit, it always addresses a situation. And when we address a situation, we in, like like Tyler's. You know, it, it addressed um, mental, health. mental health. And we bought in psychiatrists, psychologists, and we bought in um, groups that served young men. And we bought them in, gave them tours, sat them down, gave, had, had them to dinner, and invited them to speak with these people, with the therapists and everything, and just gave them a, gave them a chance to see the exhibit. And a lot of them were just very thankful and moved because they were able to see that other people go through the same things that they did. They were able to talk with other people, mm-hmm. reach right. out mm-hmm. and, and ha- make contact with people who can help them. So whenever we have exhibits, it's, it's always aimed at some sort of, of theme um, that would help some kind of conversation that we want to put forward. Right. And then we invite people in who we feel would benefit from that conversation.
0: So what what are y'all both thinking in the next six months? What are you you know What are you looking forward to in, in six months for for the opening the doors? <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yes. yeah, because as a project manager right. or a building manager, um, so
0: do you have a date?
1: No, I do okay. not because there are, I've done everything that I could do as a human being <laughs> to get the doors open, and it is really contingent upon the. Action of other entities. Gotcha. So we are waiting Monday. We have a meeting for our, our um, change of use and certificate of occupancy. Gotcha. So that's that's a big one. Um, we're getting locks changed. Uh, it's just administrative stuff in the building um, that we're having to go through, but it is all now in someone else's hands. I've set it up. Uh, all I can do now is Trust wait system. on. Yeah, and wait on the system <laughs> to. Add, I'm really so.
2: not good at waiting. at
1: Yeah. So, oh, I get it. <laughs> there, there there yet? Are we there There are over 120 artists in the building. Yeah. I am on roller skates, going backwards, answering. <laughs> when is this happening? When is this happening? Check the email. I did, but when is it happening? Yeah, <laughs> like I I heard Didn't what you, I heard time. what you said, but yeah. I need you to tell yeah. me what I really yeah. want to so, know. He, <laughs> he will him. literally come in the door <laughs> to do
2: something, and as he's about to yeah. tell me something, the phone. Okay, I'll be right there. Yeah. He's, so. people come to me all the time saying, "Is he around?"
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah. and, and you're you're a prolific artist. Are you working? Yeah. Are, are you able to do some <laughs> stuff? Yeah. I mean, because if if you're if, if this sounds like that. Are you able to do, do stuff? So, I, mean, I, I got two <laughs> major projects that I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just
1: gonna. I'm probably gonna lose a couple years of my life on trying to get that those done and this. Uh, but in six months, it'll it all. It,
0: it'll be worth. It'll
1: all be over all in, right. in less than a month. the the The, the heavy lifting will be done gotcha. in less than a month. Okay. The doors will be open. We'll have our uh, grand opening ceremony. We'll invite the public in. Uh, will be a fully operational battle station, if you will. <laughs> we'll be we'll be going, and then I can settle back into to doing what I do, you know. Um, but that still has to be done in the next couple months. I got two big projects that I've got to get out. So <laughs> it's gonna be some late months. nights. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be some late nights, right. Right. early mornings. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but in six months.
2: You're welcome, Charlotte, for the use of my husband. There
0: it is. <laughs> there it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so in six months, uh, wow, uh, I can't imagine. Uh, I, I can't, I can't see that far yet. It's exciting. Because I got so many dominoes ahead of that. Right. I can't. I can't see that far yet. But um, she, she can see this far. It's you know, she, she's. Uh, I'm
2: booked through next December. Yeah,
1: and, nice. and, and a lot of the organizations in here. Are Already booked, yeah. you know, they've got shows lined up. They've got concerts lined yeah. up They've got outdoor concerts lined People up are just We've got waiting. an, an the artist market ridiculous. ready to yeah. hit the parking lot. Yeah. There's so many things that are ready to go until Literally, I can raise the VAPA flag yeah. on and the building yeah. um, And then, then we're off and running, but uh, But but this is what it's gonna take. You see these hands?
0: Some sweat equity,
1: and work. Show that's my that's hands. you know. That's she's transforming her space. Right. You know, and and she's putting in in, in the work. And and it's
2: a good and workout. Ever
1: since ever <laughs> since she's gotten this bug to be the person that she is now, I haven't seen anybody this aggressive to to achieve her goal. I mean, look at her hands. You can. You know, I'm the <laughs> painter, you know. But look at her right. hands. So, yeah. So she's she's here putting in the work. A lot of the artists are here putting in the yeah. work. Yeah. Um, we've been, when the county left from here six years ago, they literally turned the lights off in the building on Friday Very and cool. told everybody, go to the new spot, you've got new computers, yeah. desk, everything. There were coffee Leave cups. Everything here. Water
2: yeah. bottles. It's
1: taken us two months to, <laughs> to clean empty all that the out. building.
2: <laughs> it's not even yeah. all
1: done. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably, <laughs> all of all of the stuff in here, probably about one-eighth left yeah. to yeah. clean out one more just hard push and we would have had it done again when you have to depend on on others to get things done Um, but
2: I wish that you that you all could have seen and this is what just keeps us going Uh, how excited the artists were. The first day we came in, and you couldn't see any floor in this room. Um, The first day we came in, and all these artists dived in. It was just work, work, work.
0: I'm quite sure you're documenting that, right, for a a big project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We'll see. The
2: energy. (laughs) (laughs) We know. (laughs) The energy um, that is in this building is just... It's infectious. Crazy. Yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting, and and all the dreams that are in this building and all the ability that's in this building and all the promise just bursting at the seams waiting for the doors to open. Uh So to get the community to experience that, Oh, crazy. I'm excited. Crazy. I I'm think gonna that, that, that's, that's a right.
0: great way to, to, to kind of end this. Um, yeah. and, so tell everybody all the information they need to know that from the right. social media to the website. How they can get in touch with you. Well, right. not, not in touch with you because you're too busy. Don't call me. Don't call him. <laughs> <me. But laughs> don't call him. But give <laughs> everybody yeah. all the information right. they need so they can so, start getting involved. And don't
2: call me to call him. Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> <don't, laughs> they, they do that. I know somebody uh, who knows somebody.
1: Sh- yeah, sir. yeah, yeah. So uh, it's, it's VAPA Center, thevapacenter.com. Uh, I'm sorry, it's VAPAcenter.com, but our social media handles is The VAPA Center. And so if you want to learn more about us, go to those outlets um, and read up on it. It's it's ever-changing, rapidly, uh, the energy, like I said, is infectious. Um, watch, and watch we're, us we're, grow. Yeah, we're about to change the face of Charlotte in ways that no one has ever even imagined before.
0: Well, we can't wait to come back, you know, yeah. um, when you know, as it continues to just grow out and build. Yeah. Um, it's amazing just to be in here now. And, and of course, you know, you always love seeing things before yes. the, the finished product. And so we look forward to coming back and always having you guys, you know, on the show. We appreciate everything man. you're doing. You no, thank know, you in yeah, Charlotte and around you. Charlotte. Okay. Thank um, you. You know, and so I don't we appreciate
2: know. Appreciate the
0: opportunity. I, I don't know. People tell y'all thank y'all enough, mm-hmm. but but thank you all. You know, and and all the other partners that have put mm-hmm. this together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you shouted them out earlier. Yeah, we'll make sure we put that on the on the yes. bottom of the screen. Yeah, um, yeah for, absolutely. Because this that. is
1: not this is not the Joanne and Arthur show no, by, it's by not. no means. No. Um, they're those ready. other organizations uh, that they're, they're, they're putting in, a putting lot of in work.
2: the work. For sure. work, for sure.
0: So we appreciate you. So remember, you can always catch us here every month on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Also, speak 929.tv. And as always, we'd like to raise a glass. Yes, sir. Um, to health, wellness, and success. Cheers. Okay. Make sure to check out Crafted with Cradle on all streaming podcast platforms. And on sweet 929.tv and make sure that you're following us on Instagram at Crafted with